Hello, hello, everybody. This is Florine Fire, and this is our weekly Sunday episode. Now, I know I've put out a lot of episodes this week because I've had a lot of spare time on my hands, but this is actually our official episode for the week. So we're going to be talking about a game called Ruiner. Um, it's on the Xbox Live Game Pass, which is awesome. Uh, it's a great little cyberpunk, um, top-down isometric combat game, kind of reminiscent of like the old like Smash TVs and stuff like that. Um, so we're gonna be talking about that. We're gonna be talking about just some general rumors and things and whispers and kind of just news. Uh, it's the weekly news update, so there will be a little bit of news in here. Not much. I don't have as much for you guys as I normally do. Um, but I do have a little bit. Um, before we get the episode started, don't forget to share and like the episode on whatever platform you're on. Um, go to the Facebook page, like the Facebook page. It's uh, Florine with a capital F. It's the uh, That's also the Twitter handle. Um, it's just Florine F. Um, so get out there. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me. Uh, like and share on Facebook and get the word out to your friends. Share this podcast with all of your friends. I'm on a about like eight or nine platforms, um, you know, so really just get it out there. Um, if you guys like what I do, if you guys like me as a, even just if you like me as a content creator and not as a necessarily, if you're not into video games, um, you can donate to the Patreon and it goes towards creating more podcasts by me. It goes towards generating um, you know, just, it's, it's always for the betterment of the podcast. It's not my personal money. This isn't my full-time job. This is a hobby. So anything you guys donate to that Patreon goes straight into the the podcast. It's for better mics, uh, better, uh, a mini studio creating more podcasts every week. Um, so just go out to the Patreon. If you like me as a creator, go ahead and contribute on the, on, on patreon.com. Um, you can search my name up, it's fluorine fire and it will give you, um, it, it should pull up my Patreon, but yeah, just, just spread the word guys. Cause I love doing this for you guys. It's a lot of fun for me. Um, and I know you guys like hearing what I have to say. Um, just my kind of take on stuff. And of course I give you guys just objective news stories and stuff like that. So with that being said though, guys, we're going to go ahead and jump right into the episode. We'll catch you guys just after the intro. Hey guys, and welcome back. We've got some very exciting things today. Um, so, Fallout 76 is going to be launched November 14th, and if you're not familiar with Fallout 76, it's an online multiplayer game set in the Fallout universe. Um, it's going to be survival-based, uh, there's going to be base-building aspects and stuff like that, but I want to talk to you guys today about some in-game mechanics. Now, Bethesda has talked um, about Fallout 76 at this late last QuakeCon panel and if you're not familiar with QuakeCon it's Bethesda's kind of annual thing it's sort of like BlizzCon um and it's they've talked about Fallout 76 they talked a lot about Fallout 76 and we've actually got some more info on that game 
game mechanics and stuff like that. Um, first thing is, is we know the nukes are going to be difficult to use. Um, you're going to have to go around the map and collect parts of a sequence that will be used to launch a nuke. And then once you launch that nuke, the sequence changes and you have to go find all of the new, all of the sequence pieces again. Um, you'll be able to drop a nuke somewhere on the map and that, uh, that will actually decimate part of the map and give you guys and give people access to materials that otherwise wouldn't normally be there um, because they have to go and venture into this irradiated part of the map, this heavily irradiated section, to get this stuff. Um, it will announce to players that there's a nuke being launched in that are where that are in the impact area, so they'll have time to get out of the impact area. It just won't, you know, bang, and you're just gone and dead forever. Um, they've also talked about... You know, the the perks and loving systems, which I'll get to in a second, and they talked about griefing and stuff like that, and I'll get to those here in a second as well. Um, but you'll you'll have to find these sequences, and once you find the sequences, you'll have to go and input the sequences in a nuclear bunker. So getting the sequence in and of itself doesn't guarantee that you'll, you'll be able to launch the nuke. Um, people can kill you and take that part of the sequence back. Um, I don't... I haven't heard anything on how many parts of this code there will be and how many people you will need to um, to launch a nuke. I mean, theoretically speaking, you could launch a nuke by yourself if you had all the pieces, I think. I don't think you're limited to one sequence piece per player, but you do have to find all, all the pieces before you can launch a nuke. Um, in addition to that... They talked about the perk system. Um, so the way it's going to work is the, the the perk system is coming back, special is coming back, but it's not exactly what you guys think. Um, so the special perks are going to be capped at 15, and you will get a perk point every level up, towards your special anyway, every level up up to 50. So you won't be able to max out all of your special stats, obviously. Um, you'll have to pick and choose which ones you want. Um, you can then, uh, you know, of course, those give you your own benefits and stuff like that. Those give you, you know, special increases your carrying capacity like it always has. You know, they all work the same as they normally do in any other Fallout game. But on leveling up, you get one special point per level up, up to 50. And then to get perks, you actually get perk pack card packs, from what I've seen, um, you'll choose one perk card every um, every time you level up, but you'll also get uh, a perk card pack that features four random cards, and you can hot swap these in and out as you use them. Um, the perk card packs also come with a stick of gum. Um, it's kind of a joke on the old like bazooka bubble gum and stuff, um, and it does it does actually do something in game. It alleviates hunger, which is awesome. Um, you'll get so you'll get the perk card packs and you'll be able to hot swap these perks in and out so you can experiment with different play styles and stuff, which is going to be awesome. But in addition to that, you can also level up the perks themselves. Um, some perks can be leveled up to make them more effective. But, you know, it, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, the randomized perk system and how it's going to work. It's going to be interesting to see just how how many perks are in the game and you know, 
how the how this whole system works because I don't think there's been a game that does this kind of stuff. Um, I've definitely never can't think of. I mean, the closest thing I can think of would be like the Battlefront games that have been released recently with their star cards and stuff. But this is going to be. I'm assuming you know every perk in the game. There's going to be you know sixty seventy you know perks in a game because you've got all these perks that are tied to your special stats and skill checks and stuff like that. But there's that, and then they also talked about griefers. Um, so the when you grief in the game, you will have. So the way it works is, when you're in Fallout 76, you can shoot somebody, and it will it won't do full damage. It'll kind of it'll tick their damage and let them know that someone has shot them. And they you as a player can either turn around and engage that player, at which point you will both be doing full damage, or you can choose to ignore that player. So if you ignore that player, you know, you won't they won't be dealing full damage to you. But if they continue to shoot you, they can kill you. But if they kill you without you turning around and engaging them and shooting back, they get marked as a murderer and have a bounty put on their head that comes out of their pocket. Um and they get marked on the map as a big red star. So People will know that they're a murderer. People will be able to see them on the map. People will be able to either seek them out and kill them, or you know they'll be able to actively avoid that player by checking the map and seeing where they are and stuff. Um, in addition to that, when you die, you don't actually you know they don't have the opportunity to take your weapons or your armor. You just lose your crafting materials, which um, you know that's that's fine. Crafting materials are probably going to be pretty prevalent in the game about base building, so you're going to be able to find a lot of crafting materials and stuff like that, and that's all you'll lose. And then you can choose to go back and pick those back up when 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 you die. You can choose to go back and pick those back up or not, um, but you don't actually lose anything important. Any of your core gear, you don't you won't lose. You won't lose. I'm assuming like med supplies, food. You'll just lose, they according to what Todd Howard said at the uh, QuakeCon panel, you'll just lose crafting supplies. Um, so that's awesome. Got a lot of news on Fallout 76 from that QuakeCon. Um, if coming out of the other major developer, Blizzard. Now, right now, Blizzard is running Overwatch. They're running, uh, good lord, they run a lot of games. They run World of Warcraft. They're running Overwatch. Um, there's another big one that they have that I can't think of the name right now. It's escaping me. But in addition to all this, they actually have Diablo. Uh, which is one of my all-time favorite RPGs. Um, I love Diablo 3. I played the crap out of it on my console. Um, I've got a couple of like max-level characters on there. I've got like a max-level Barb, a max-level max Necromancer, a max-level uh, Monk. Like I've got like three or four max-level characters, and I'm like a Paragon 274 or something like that. So super big fan of Diablo. I mean, huge fan. I've sunk tons of hours into Diablo and I've been waiting for another Diablo game to come out because I'm just, I'm like, they've got to make another one. They, you know, this game is way too awesome for them not to make another one. And Blizzard has actually confirmed that they have multiple Diablo games in the works. Um, some of them are going to take longer than others, but they are there. Um, and multiple Diablo projects to me sounds like there might be a full Diablo game in the works. Um, kind of, May, they said that they're going to try and get some announcements out li- uh, later this year. Uh, as you know, we're eight eight out of twelve months. We're we're over halfway through the year, well over halfway through the year, and so you know, I'm hoping that maybe we see something for Diablo, maybe get announced 
late late fall early winter of 2018 that goes into maybe like summer of 2019 for an announcement date um that'd be awesome i know blizzard tends to not really like tease stuff um they'll they'll show you like little bits and pieces but generally they only start showing you this stuff once they've got a, a solid working product in hand um but you know it, it's just I'm really hoping that that's that's going to be a thing. A new Diablo game would be amazing. I, like I said, I love Diablo three. Um, I'm really hoping to see a Diablo four. Um, I've been craving another really good in depth RPG for a while now, and Diablo four would give me that fix. But it is it is just rumor. At this point, um, they've confirmed they've got the games in the works, but it's just a rumor as to what they are. You know, a, there might not be another full Diablo game. It might just be expansions for Diablo 3. Um, I know that earlier in the year, apparently Blizzard had a posting for a dungeon artist um, for an unnamed Diablo project. So that might be, um, you know, part of the game or part of the, the that that new Diablo experience. Uh, it might be a whole new game. It might not be. It might just be an expansion to Diablo 3. Personally, I'm hoping it's a new Diablo game. Um, in addition to all that, guys, we've got uh, lots of news coming out of QuakeCon. So if, you, if you're not a Bethesda fan, I'm sorry, but this is the very much Bethesda episode. Um, in addition to all that, Doom, the new Doom game, Doom Eternal, uh, is, is going to be launched later this year. And Doom Eternal, uh, from what we can see, is the second game in the Doom franchise. It's the sequel to the 2016 Doom that was launched. Um, it, it's If you haven't played that Doom, it's awesome. It plays a lot like the old ones. It's not quite like the old ones. Um, Doom Eternal is going to be ditching that snap map map editor thing. They're going to be get rid of that and focus more on PvP, more on story. And stuff like that, um, you know. So it's it is going to be on Nintendo Switch. It's also going to be on PS4. It's going to be on Xbox One. It's going to be on PC. Uh, and we don't actually know a, a release date quite yet. It's going to be launched sometime in 2019. Um, given how much that they've been talking about it, I would say it's probably not going to be launched until. Um, like probably mid 2019 to late 2019, like November. Um, in addition to all that, uh, Quake Champions is going to be permanently free to play. Uh, Doom and Rage are both on the Xbox One Game Pass now. Um, so if you haven't played either of those games and you have the Game Pass, they're both there. So go and download those because those are both, well, I won't say Rage is a good game. Rage is a rough game, but it's a, it's okay. But Doom is a great game. Uh, There's not a story mode to it. There's not a lot of nuance to it. It's literally just run around, kill demons, do uh, do do Doom things. The Doom the Doom modes. Um, so there's all that, guys. And then coming all the way out of EA, we've got the two days from the, this recording. We've got the closed Alpha Two getting fired up for Battlefield 5. Um, with that being said, uh, hoping next next month sometime we see maybe an open beta or a closed beta with the game launching in October. I'm hoping that 
we see uh, a beta next month, especially on console. EA has stated that they do want to get something out to consoles to see how it tests on consoles and everything. Um, but as of right now, it's just the closed alpha, and they're going to be focusing on the matchmaking aspects of it and the squad joining and stuff like that. Hopefully they can refine that a little bit because Battlefield 1 squad joining is... I don't think it works even to this day. It doesn't quite work the right way, uh, the way it's supposed to. It still works kind of... It's still kind of goofy on how it works, but it hopefully they can they can get that fixed and we don't have to worry about that in Battlefield 5. Um, the other Battlefield games, of course, have had rough launches to say the least. So maybe with... Um, Battlefield 5, they're trying to get everything just perfect before the launch date, which would be awesome. I know that, um, you know, the, that Battlefield 5 is just, is, is super hyped. You know, I'm on that hype train. I love Battlefield games. Um, Battlefield is one of my favorite series of all time. Uh, you know, I've been playing Battlefield since 1942 on the PC. Uh, it's, it's just, man, I'm just, so excited for Battlefield 5 and I hope they get it right. I'm I'm excited for that. I'm excited for the new um if you haven't heard the the Redux episode, the redo episode of my last two podcasts, Red Dead Redemption 2, uh Fallout 76. This is a good year, guys. It's an awesome year. And then with news of potentially a new Diablo in the works, I mean, going into next year, we've got some awesome stuff running into next year. And stuff like that. And, you know, it, it's just been a really good year for these kinds of games and stuff. It's been a really, really, really good year. Uh, it's going to continue to be a good year. And I'm super stoked. Uh, it's a great time to be a gamer, guys. It's a great time. If you're not a gamer, it's a great time to get into gaming. Um, because we just have had a phenomenal year of announcements. Of course, we know Anthem is coming early next year. We know Crackdown is coming early next year. And those games were probably moved back due to just the amount of powerhouse titles coming out later this year. Um, it was honestly a pretty smart move for, I know crackdown said they moved their date back. Um, like right there around E3 a couple months back. And they said they moved it into early next spring of 2019 because it's just like, man, you know, you'd be pretty, you gotta be pretty ballsy to launch uh, alongside, a new Call of Duty game, a new Battlefield game, Red Dead Redemption 2, and a new Fallout game. You have got to be pretty ballsy to try and get in the middle of those four. I mean, those are some pre- those are big franchises. Those draw a lot of. I'm sure each of those franchises is probably going to take a hit, partially due to launching around other big franchises like that. You know, um, so you know you'd got to be pretty ballsy to be like Crackdown and try to push yourself into that grouping of those four major, those just powerhouse titles. Um, you know, Anthem has probably got some more work that needs done to it. Now, if you're not familiar with Anthem, it's the uh, Bioware team that worked on Mass Effect 3. Um, they've been working on Anthem for a couple years now. It's slated to be an awesome game. From what I can see, uh, I'm reserving judgment until it actually launches because, of course, it's an EA game. And, I'm worried that EA, you know, EA tends to leave dice alone when it comes to their game, but EA stuck its fingers in the pot of Mass Effect Andromeda and kind of goofed. They tried to shove Mass Effect into the Frostbite engine, and on top of that, they like gutted the team a couple times. Um, they, I know they ripped the Mass Effect team away from Mass Effect to put them on Anthem and then put a new team on the Mass Effect game, gave them a new engine that Mass Effect had never been done in, and then were surprised when they couldn't meet deadlines. And so I'm hoping that EA leaves 
the Anthem team alone then lets them do what they need to do. Uh, if e- I think if EA leaves that that Anthem team alone, that Anthem is going to be arguably the best game of this generation, if not one of them. But it's EA, and we all know how they do things with microtransactions and stuff like that. Um, I'd really hate to see Anthem go that way. But, man, I just – I really want Anthem to succeed. I really do. I, I've got a buddy of mine who's super hyped for it and everything like that. But when I see Anthem, I have flashbacks to Destiny, the original Destiny game where they just – they promise so much and then none of it is delivered and the game ends up being hollow and sad. And Destiny 2, uh, you know, on launch obviously was was started out awesome and then it just was hollow and sad the longer you played it. And then I'm hoping Anthem is, is awesome and stays awesome it's the mass effect 3 team if you leave them alone you know they're going to be they're going to do good work like you know they will so just leave them alone and let them do their thing um in addition to all that guys uh i'm giving you guys i know i talked about it in the intro a little bit the game called ruiner now if you haven't been on the game pass store uh if you have xbox game pass which is ten dollars a month really recommend you guys go get it they have a lot of good titles there um i mean ten dollars a month you can sit down if you have a a month of free time and play a lot of really really good titles for and get your fill for ten dollars even if you only run it for like one or two months you get your fill um but really recommend you guys get that game pass if you haven't been on the game pass lately they've added a game called ruiner now it's by Devolver Digital, who was at this last year E3, this last year's E3, uh, there's this past E3 and last year's E3, and they're kind of known for being weird and outlandish and kind of crazy. Um, I think one of the E3 showcases I heard about from Devolver is that they sprayed artificial blood all over like the first row of the audience, um, and there was like they like split open a dummy head or something like that, and it sprayed blood all over like the first row of the audience, something crazy like that. Um, they're, they're an awesome, awesome studio. They've, they know how to have fun and they've have created this game called Ruiner or published it rather this game called Ruiner. Um, and it takes place in the year 2091 in this cyberpunk dystopian future where technology advancements have allowed human brains to be hackable and you can actually hack human mind. Um, and you play as this nameless, faceless, voiceless protagonist who has an, a big LED mask on that you can't actually see his face, but he has like LED, like an LED screen and he will flash things across his LED screen. And that's how he communicates with people. Um, he is led through the game by her, who is kind of like an Oracle overwatch, like guidance kind of character, like an eye in the sky. And she tells you where to go and what to do and stuff like that. But um, the game is ultra violent. The game is, it's just bloody. It's gory. People explode. People, you know, there's people exploding everywhere. There's body parts everywhere. You cut heads off. You shoot people. There's guns. There's swords. There's clubs. There's grenades. There's just all kinds of stuff. The game is super, super fun to play. It's it's a it's easy to pick up, difficult to master. The game focuses around an isometric, like almost top down kind of like Smash TV, Nazi Zombies arcade feel, um, where you move with one stick and then you control your your direction that you're facing with your right stick, and then you can swing your weapon, shoot, and stuff like that. The, and there's there's a bunch of abilities. There's a ton of different guns. Um, I think I've I've seen like. 10 or 11 different guns um which for a game this size it's only like nine gigs it's a really really fun game um the game looks 
phenomenal. Uh, it doesn't focus a lot on like the the like the graphics aspect of everything because it's very everything is crisp, everything is clean, but everything's very industrial feeling in this world. It's very much reminiscent of like a Ghost in the Shell type world where they focus a lot more on the use of color, of bright colors. They focus a lot on the use of lighting. Um, the game has phenomenal lighting technology. It's in Unreal Engine 4. And it just, they do a really good job of the lighting. They do a really good job of like shadow casting and stuff like that. Volumetric lighting, it, all of that stuff is just, it's really, really well done, guys. The soundtrack is phenomenal. They have a very 80s, like minimalist kind of like techno feel to it. It's, it, it's just, can't recommend it enough, guys. It's a great game. Um, Go and download it for free. I think it's like twenty bucks. Uh, if you have the game, if you don't have the Game Pass, but if you have the Game Pass, go download it for free. Go play that game. Uh, I, you know, I personally think it's probably one of the best games I've ever seen. That's been so under the radar. The game definitely flew under the radar for me. I didn't really know anything about it. I didn't know anything about. I knew Devolver Digital when I saw their name on it, but I didn't know anything about the actual game itself. So, you know, go go get that game, guys. It's it's awesome. And, you know, so that'll do it for this week's episode. Um, you know, I, I really thank you guys for listening and everything like that. I'm glad that you guys continue to come back. Um, you know, the podcast views have been on the, the on the rise. So I'm really, you know, people are listening. People are liking it. And, you know, I, you guys are out there. You guys are sharing it. You guys are getting the word out, which is awesome. Keep doing that, guys. I'm on anchor i'm on spotify i'm on google podcast i'm on overcast i'm on pocket cast i'm on stitcher i'm on radio public i'm on a bunch of platforms um you know so if you guys know anybody with any of those platforms go out there tell them to look me up i'm on there if they don't have one of those platforms um you know i'm pretty sure that like stitcher radio and stuff is like free on the play store so even then you know tell them to download stitcher radio or something and find me on stitcher radio or pocket cast because these games are these these platforms are just they're everywhere. You can get them on the Play Store. You can get I'm pretty sure you can find a lot of them on iTunes Store as well. And they're just phenomenal phenomenal platforms. I really recommend you guys at least download one of them or if you if you know somebody that doesn't have them, download one of them. Um it'll let them listen to me and there's a bunch of other really awesome podcasts on there. Um but you know, if you guys if you guys keep doing what you're doing and you keep sharing and you keep uh, telling your friends about it, go, you know, I'm on Facebook. Uh, Florine F is the Facebook username. Uh, search me up. You'll find me there. It's Florine Fire if you can't find that. Uh, I'm on Twitter. So go on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter. Uh, I routinely tweet out stuff like that. I'm always, you know, always tweeting. I'm always on Twitter always on Facebook. Uh, I've got a Patreon up. So if you guys, you know, if you guys like what I do, if you guys like the content I give you guys, go to that Patreon, contribute to the Patreon. This isn't my full-time job guys, but I do it for fun. I do it because you guys want to hear it and I do it because I enjoy doing it. So if you guys want to contribute to this because you like me as a creator, a content creator, go out to that Patreon, go ahead and contribute. Anything you guys contribute to that Patreon goes directly back into the podcast. It goes towards generating content for the podcast. It goes towards getting a better headset, a better recording set, goes towards creating a mini studio, stuff like that. I've got goals. I've got tiers. If you guys want to donate, you can donate as little as $1 to that Patreon, guys. And I would be so thankful if you guys donated it. Um, you know, So anything you guys want to hear from me or anything like that, find me on Facebook, find me on Twitter. 
and you know just send me send me stuff like that right now we've got the stretch goal up we've got the goal for a thousand dollars um that's the stretch goal that'll give me a mini recording studio that'll give me access to a mixing uh mixing platform that'll give me access to mixing software and so that would allow me to create five podcasts in a week i would have five different podcasts that i run in a week um and I would every every time every hundred dollars that we generate up to five hundred dollars, what I would end up doing is creating a new podcast, and I would pull the community on the on an idea so that it's the content you guys want. So what I would do is like let's say we reach a hundred dollars, I would send a poll out on Patreon, I'd send one out on. Uh, I'd send one out on Facebook. I'd send one out on Twitter. And so anybody that was that was on those platforms, everyone would get a voice as long as they voted. And there would be different podcast ideas in there. And whichever one gets the most votes and wins that poll, it, it's a new weekly podcast. It would probably be coming out on Sundays, if not Mondays or Tuesdays. Um, but it would be a new weekly podcast. And the idea would be completely sourced from you guys. It would not be anything that I generate out of my own personal interest. Um, if you guys want to hear me do a podcast about like anime or television or movies or anything like that, you know, go to that Patreon, tell your friends, go to that Patreon and get me up there. Because if you guys don't like me as, uh, if you guys like me as a content creator, but not necessarily, if you guys aren't into video games, you know, donate to that Patreon and then go out there and have your voice being heard for wanting say a podcast about science stuff, about science news and stuff like that. Then, you know, if enough people get into that, you can get that podcast from me. If you like me as a content creator, not necessarily in video games, all of the, the social media stuff and the Patreon is all linked to me as a content creator. It's not linked to this podcast. So I want to give you guys all of the content that you want. And so when you donate to the Patreon, when you like me on Facebook, when you when you follow me on Twitter, you're not following want to play some games. You're following Florian Fire as a content creator, um, and I will do my best to give you guys everything you ask for. If you guys have an idea for a like a segment, or if you guys have something you want me to review, like a game or something like that, go on Twitter, go on Facebook, hit me up, let me know the intros and the outros for the song. I made them myself. Uh, it's a little app called BandLab that I have on my phone. If you guys want the music for that, because you, if you guys want that music, because you you need a new ringtone or something, just hit me up on Twitter, hit me up on Facebook. I've got no problem giving it to you guys. So that being said, guys, that's actually the end of the podcast. I know I ran on a little bit extra there, but I can't stress enough how awesome it is. You guys are out there and you guys are sharing my podcast around and stuff like that. Podcast views have seriously, it's been a continuous increase every day. There's at least one more person listening to the podcast. Um, so, you know, thank you guys so much for sharing that. And I will catch you guys next Sunday. If their bonus episode comes out, if you're on, if you follow me on Twitter and you and you're on my Facebook, you guys will know about bonus episodes that come out. Um, you know, follow me on Anchor, download me and stuff like that, so you guys will know whenever something new comes out. It's also on the Patreon page. Whenever I post a new episode, I post it everywhere so that everybody can listen to it. But I will catch you guys later, and thanks for listening as always.